Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World, Hank Waters, I'm Charlie Pellet. U.S. equities little changed, at least for the S&P 500 index, down less than a point now at 2458. NASDAQ higher by 22 points, 63.36, up four-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 65, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent. Tenure up 14.30 seconds, yield 2.26 percent. Gold up 9.60 the ounce to 12.43, higher by eight tenths of one percent and crude oil west texas intermediate crude at the close of floor trading higher by 43 cents 46.45 up nine tenths of one percent and the nymex update brought to you by uscf invest in what's real visit uscfinvestments.com that's uscfinvestments.com i'm charlie pellet that's a bloomberg business flash Charlie, thank you very much. It is now 1148 in the Bay Area, 248 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Americans aren't thrilled with President Donald Trump's performance. A new Bloomberg News poll puts his approval rating at just 40%. He gets a 47% rating on creating jobs, though, and 46% on the economy. That makes sense. The U.S. economy isn't setting records, but it is doing okay. By most measures, it's doing about as well as it was when Trump took office six months ago. Given how unpopular Trump is, the economy's trajectory from now on will do much to determine whether he has a shot at a successful presidency. An upturn might gain him some much-needed maneuvering room. A downturn could finally turn Republicans in Congress against him or leave him to contend with a Democratic House majority. A president's impact on the economy is limited. The economy's impact on this president could be decisive. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more Bloomberg opinion and commentary, please go to BloombergView.com or View Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time and also at 548 a.m., 848 a.m. and 1148 a.m. Wall Street time. And that is the uh, the dulcet tones of Lloyd Blankfein of Goldman Sachs asking people to invest in his company even though trading revenue was down. Trading revenue was down because, of course, there's no volatility on Wall Street. And in a time when there's no volatility on Wall Street, certainly bad for Wall Street. But is it good for investors to have not a whole lot to worry about? We're told forever that uh, stocks climb a wall of worry. Eddie Perkin is chief equity investment officer at Eaton Vance. He's down from Boston today. Hello, 1061 uh, up in Boston. Um, is this a good environment to invest in, or is it, uh, as they say in those jungle movies, it's quiet, too quiet? Uh, just feel a little too quiet. Uh, volatility has a way of uh, coming out of the woodworks when you least expect it. So I think uh, it's prudent for investors to uh, always have uh, one eye on risk as well as return. And uh, well, something will happen sooner or later. It might be something that's uh, uh, that's on our minds like geopolitics or the economy, or it could be something that comes out of the blue that we're not looking for. So how do you brace yourself then? What's the best way to do that? I think you've got to keep an orientation to uh, quality. I think one thing that 
investors are probably not paying enough attention to right now is is balance sheet quality with interest rates as low as they are. Um, debt servicing costs are very low and uh, a lot of companies, even in more defensive sectors like con- the consumer staple sector, have been taking on debt to buy back stock. Uh, that uh, adds risk that may play out in the future if we go into a period of economic weakness. But I think the part of the market that most interests me right now is uh, the so-called Trump trade. So early in the year, we were telling Eaton Man's clients that we thought uh, you didn't want to get too caught up in the euphoria uh, around Trump. We thought the market uh, could could do reasonably well, but it, it wouldn't necessarily be the the Trump trade stocks, which had worked so well after the uh, immediately after the election. And so we were underweight financials, for example, coming into this year. Now I think you have to start to uh, start to reposition. We're at the mid-year point. The market's done well, but it's really been technology stocks and more growth-oriented stocks. I think it's time to go back into value some of the cyclicals, some of the stocks that are hitting 52-week lows while the market is hitting a 52-week or all-time, in some cases, high. Is there an opportunity to short Trump care, uh, Trump trade at this point? I would not because I'm I'm not as negative on the policy making coming out of Washington as the headlines today would have us believe. I think if we if healthcare really is dead, and I, I would even question that assumption, uh, then we can move on to tax reform. And tax reform is what the market really cares about. Uh, the the country cares about healthcare, and each of us as individuals care, cares about healthcare. But the market really doesn't. The only the only uh, thing that the market cares about is that healthcare be dealt with so that we can move on to tax. Uh, uh, tax reform, or at least a big tax cut. Uh, as you know, uh, U.S. companies are competitively disadvantaged versus those in the rest of the world who have much lower tax rates. Uh, countries around the world have been cutting their corporate tax rates over the last decade plus, while the U.S. has been static at 35%. States add their own taxes on top of that. So some companies, particularly those that are more domestically oriented, pay upwards of 40% corporate tax rates. And that makes them uh, competitively disadvantaged versus their uh, competitors around the world. So that's an important uh, an important component of the fiscal policy. Julia, health care may not be dead, but Miracle Max called and he said it's mostly dead. Yes, I think that's uh, pretty pretty safe, uh, pretty safe uh, diagnosis. Um, but even if tax reform is maybe still likely to happen, even if it needs to happen, according to what you're saying, do you bet on it? Do you, in other words, do you put your money there? Do you do you try and game out which companies are going to do the best if there's tax reform, or do you pretty much investing wise, you know, act under the assumption that it's not going to happen at this point? I don't think it's priced in, and what's what makes me say that is the fact that the stock. You don't think it happening is priced in, or you don't think it not happening? Is I don't think in? it. I think. Very little is priced in in terms of a tax cut. So I think you can make the bet that a tax cut will happen and it's got a positive risk return, a return to risk skew. Uh, the reason I think it's not priced in is because the stocks that would most benefit those with the highest corporate tax rates have underperformed this year. Uh, so I think you can favor, and I'll give you an example, Verizon, which has, uh, you know, it's a mostly domestic U.S. company, 5% dividend yield, a high 30s tax rate, um, slow but decent growth, uh, best uh, wireless uh, company in, in the country, uh, and it's hitting a 52-week low. That's a stock that would be a huge beneficiary of a tax cut. Uh, it would mostly go to the bottom line. They don't take advantage of a lot of credits or deductions that may go away. Uh, so that's an example of, of, of the kind of company we'd be looking for. And it's defensive. So if the market if the market does sell off a little bit, it should hold up for that reason. So it's a nice risk-reward balance in, in a stock like that. Everybody's been saying uh, we could avoid uh, investing on Trump because we've got 
strong earnings. What do you see for the rest of the year? Uh, because some people have built growing economy into their earnings forecasts, and now it doesn't look like we're going to get any kind of fill-up to the economy. Yeah, I think the benefit of Trump, and it's not just Trump, but the the policies coming out of Washington, D.C., which you can categorize as tax reform, regulatory reform, potentially some kind of infrastructure plan, most of that was always going to be a 2018 and beyond event anyway. Hopefully the policy begins to take shape this year, but the benefit to the economy was always going to come a little bit later. So I don't think that's off the table uh, just yet. So uh, I think there's uh, still reason to believe it's coming. Uh, and the time, the exact timing is not as important as it, as, as it actually happening, and I, th- I think it will. Just quickly here, speaking of contrarian, uh, one of your picks is Simon Property Group. Retail REITs, you you got to have a strong stomach indeed. You do. Another stock hitting a 52-week low would not be a beneficiary of the tax up because REITs don't pay taxes, uh, but uh, would benefit if there's inflation. Real estate tends to benefit from inflation. Uh, and it will benefit if and when uh, consensus comes to believe that the malls are not dead forever. Um, when I go to, uh, on the weekends, go to the Class A malls in the Boston area. Uh, the parking lots are full. There's plenty of traffic. So people still go to the good quality malls. The malls have done a good job of reinventing themselves, bringing more entertainment and restaurants and yeah. those sorts of uh, elements. So it's still a, a place to go. You're, you know, I like to say uh, if you've got teenage kids who are dating, they're not going to go to an Amazon <laughs> distribution center on their date. This is a family show. Day. We're going to stop right there. Eddie Perkin, thanks for joining us. Chief Equity Investment Officer at the events. This is Bloomberg. <laughs>